Aloha, thank you for pressing play. Welcome to the Eating Curve Balls for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life, sports, or parenting can throw you right out of the park. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey, podcast listeners, it's been quite a while. Went on a little bit of a break. Um, I know I've been talking about this for a while, how I've had uh, lots of stuff going on trying to get my 18 year old off to college these last two months have been an incredible whirlwind of all kinds of awesome stuff happening um but basically she had you know five offers from different schools and had to go through the process of talking with each one and finding out exactly what they have to offer you know, what the campus life is like, what the majors that they offer are like, what the school education, everything, right? So all kinds of research, all kinds of homework to do, and eventually coming down to making a final decision, which was finally done on Friday. And then, of course, interestingly enough, right, what journey worth taking doesn't have a few last-minute unexpected twists and turns after she made her decision, told the coach, paid a commitment fee, got her housing application and everything in. We went into, um, actually, we got an email about her financial aid package, letting us know, you know, of update, which was expected. But then when we went in to double check them, it had changed in ways we didn't expect. So like thousands of dollars of her financial uh, her financial aid award had been removed And I immediately texted her and I told her, you need to tell your coach that we have a problem here. So she did so for, (laughs) and that was a little bit crazy. So then we were worried that they weren't going to be able to, you know, put together the package that they said they would. And the coach was not happy because, you know, he'd been talking about what it was supposed to look like. It finally came through and then, you know, everything went, you know, got committed and then, it changed. So he was not happy either. And um, thankfully, you know, after lots of phone calls and communication and explanations here and there and talking back and forth, um, they were able to rectify the situation less than 24 hours later, which is good, even though it sounded at one point like it wasn't going to be changed. And While that was very stressful, because it was like, finally, there was some relief, we knew what was going to happen, we had a plan, right? Things were in motion, you know, the next steps are being taken. And then it was all like, almost not going to happen. Um, But during that time of being unsure, if things are really going to go through, or if we're going to have to look at another direction or look at other options, I think it really just kind of solidified for all of us, like, this is the choice that we really want. Like, this is, you know, we we really hope that this works out. And um, getting the call that things were corrected and fixed and that everything was solidified. She's her financial aid and accounting. Everything is good to go for the year. Um, We all just felt so much relief and so happy that things were going to go in this direction. So I think in hindsight, which is not even 24 hours, you know, later, but it seems like that was actually a good thing in a way, because it was a really, really tough decision for her to make, like between three different schools, two or three different schools, it was like, well, you know, they all had different pros and cons, they all had different 
things that they offered um, and different, you know, challenges that they presented. And it was a tough choice. Like I told my daughter, I'm glad I'm not the one making this decision because man, this is not an easy one, you know? And, um, and so there, there may have been even some doubt when the decision was made, like, yeah, this, this, yeah, we think we want to do this, but like, you know, it's, there's some things, there's some hurdles, there's some challenges that will be, it will entail and and so on. And so after having it almost not go through, I think it just solidified in all of our minds, like, no, this is really, this really is what we wanted because just even having the conversations of, we may have to look at this or this as, you know, another option, another possibility. I think we all felt a little bit disappointed that, you know, it's really not, those really weren't the choices for her and for, you know, our whole family. So anyway, it ended up, it ended up working out. um, And now the next challenge, of course, is getting her up there and working through that transition of not just going to college, but she's been off of school for a year. She's been out of training for a year. (laughs) So it is a major massive adjustment and um, I know that it won't be easy but I'm looking forward to what's yet to come and uh, bracing myself for being mentally tough and strong and confident maintaining that confidence through whatever you know happens next and um, I think that's just so important for us to do as parents and um, you know we talk about the mental game with the athletes with our kids all the time And I know that I've underestimated how important the mindset of parents are for a long time. And so um, something that I (laughs) I put a lot of effort into to try to be the best that I can be. And now that I'm coming back from this torn calf that I had about like happened about seven and a half weeks ago. It took quite a while for me to get back on my feet, stop using crutches, be able to walk without assistance. And even when I was able to walk again, I really couldn't walk very far for very long. Um, And it really was another thing that just kind of helped expand my patience and, you know, learn some new skills (laughs) in that sense. And just kind of give me lots of new perspective and obviously I already knew when it happened that there was going to be a lot that I learned through the recovery process and through the process of not being able to do things that I normally can do and um, it's, it's how I feel right now like there's just been so much that I've learned and so much that I did gain through this experience of first of all, don't ever do it. It's painful. Like not the, not the most fun experience in the world to tear your calf or any muscle for that matter or anything in your body. (laughs) But, um, but I definitely feel like, you know, there was purpose in all of that. And, um, now that I'm kind of, I feel like I'm coming out the other side of it. I can walk a lot better now. I can do calf raises, you know, just body weight, which I couldn't do less than two weeks ago. Um, I can actually stand up with my foot flat on the floor and straighten up my knee, which I could not do less than two weeks ago. 
so there's been a lot of progress and um, I'm super thankful for that. Um, thankful for the journey while it has been annoying and frustrating at times and, and just, you know, not fun. Um, but there's always, there's always good that comes of it. And there's always lessons that are learned and there's always, you know, renewed inspiration if you're open to it. So I'm looking forward to even what's next for me because there's lots that I've had time to think about and there's lots that I've had time to, you know, wrap my mind around. And I know that I need to do a better job of taking care of myself physically. And I'm nowhere near, you know, I'm, I've been an athlete all my life and I'm used to being able to do things, move myself, move weight, move, you know, just be, be physically active and able to do lots. And I'm not there right now. And, um, and for a long time, I've been kind of like, you know, just kind of accepting it. Oh, I'm just getting older, just, you know, new normal, blah, blah, blah. But I really don't like being here. So I finally feel like I'm ready to actually start implementing the daily changes needed to get back to where I really want to be. And um, I'm super excited about that because it's been quite a while since I felt this inspired and motivated to actually do it. Like I've wanted to for a long time, but I wasn't, I wasn't there. And, um, and that's given me a whole new understanding of other people who are in that situation, right? Where they're like, they say they want to do better. They say they want to change, but they aren't they're doing it. They're just not sticking with it. They're not even putting forth any effort. And that used to really frustrate me when I used to run into that. And people were like, I want to do this, but then they just don't, don't do it. And I used to get very frustrated with people who were grumbling about their situation and complaining about how much they didn't like it and saying they wanted to change, but then would do nothing about it. Um, that was like a massive pet peeve of mine when I would see that in action, because I just did not understand. Like, I don't understand how you can be so upset about this and want to and say you want something different, but then do nothing, absolutely nothing to, to change anything. Um, but now that I've been through that myself for a little bit, um, to be honest, almost four years when it comes to physically exercising and, and moving around and like taking care of me in that manner. So um, it, it was very interesting to be in it. Um and not have any idea, like, when am I going to actually do better? It was, it's, it's a frustrating place for someone like me to be. Like, I'm so much like, well, if you want to do something better, if you want different results, you got to do something different. Like, I know that. And I know exactly what to do. I've done it all my life, right? Being active, eating better, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was just really, really strange to feel what it feels like to just not have any motivation to do it or to start and to try and then to just be so discouraged that you don't want to keep going because these things don't happen overnight, right? It takes time. It takes effort. It takes consistency. And it doesn't, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen in a few weeks or a few months. It took me four years to get here. It's going to take me some time to get back to where I really want to be. Um, and it was just really, yeah, it was, it was a new experience for me to to be in that place where even getting started was hard. And then when I did get started, it was so easily discouraging, um, so easily discouraged by just not seeing the results that I wanted to see when it had, in all honesty, come so easily to me for my whole life. Like getting back into shape after seven out of my eight kids 
was virtually effortless. Like I really did not have to try very hard. And I have a whole new understanding for women who, you know, that's not their experience because now I know what that feels like. Um, And so I'm a lot less judgmental on those things now. I have a lot better understanding and compassion for for people who are struggling with something like that. And, um, And I still believe that it's possible to to move forward from that and I knew that I would eventually I just you know it kind of it kind of sucks that it took something painful but then I recently heard actually from someone that while neuroplasticity is a thing and old dogs can learn new tricks in many cases for those of us who are 25 or older it almost always happens through pain or through something that's not fun or through some kind of massive problem or you know dramatic event like that and so um that sort of made me feel better because it's like oh so it's not just that I'm lazy that's kind of how our adults kind of are like we need a big reason why to make some changes otherwise we kind of just accept you know like well it's good enough for now and even though in so many ways I don't have that kind of mentality like it's just super easy to fall into at times and um, that's not something that I had a very good understanding of before these last few years and so there's a lot of experiences that I've been through that I'm so thankful for like the less than ideal ones right the ones that aren't fun the ones that are not what I would want the ones where I was not up to my best the ones where I was if you would look at it, possibly even failing in lots of different areas. Um, and the ones where I, yeah, I just wasn't being the best that I could be and, or, you know, things that were out of my control happened and then we had to deal with them and, um, not stuff that I would wish upon anyone, not stuff that I want to go through again, but I do, I am able to look back with appreciation and gratitude that, you know, I got to have those experiences and I got to learn a lot from them. And I think it, it's really allowed me to grow into a better human being. And I'm thankful for that. So I know that everyone is going through stuff that maybe other people don't know about, or that other people just aren't going through. And a lot of times we're comparing ourselves to people who don't even have the same challenges as us, to people who aren't even living through the same struggles or battles or, you know, uncontrollable events. And um, I, I think that's really unfair to do to ourselves. And I think that oftentimes it can cause the hurdles to be even tougher to overcome because not only do we have the challenge, but now we're feeling guilty or feeling like failures or just beating ourselves up for being there. And and a lot of times, yeah, some of it is our fault in some cases, right? Where like we've just made poor decisions or we've just made decisions not to do stuff that we know we should do. But like beating yourself up over it generally isn't going to help as well. At least I feel like that as a, as a human being. And maybe I don't know if it's a girl thing or a female thing or not, or just a human thing. But um I've I've really put a lot of effort into not being so hard on myself, right? And to um, learning how to be at peace with 
the journey, like where I'm at right now, but also having faith in where I'm headed. And I do the same thing with my kids. Like I have been shown time and time again that my kids do not have to do exactly what I want or what I think they should in order for them to be successful. They can succeed even if their journey looks different from what I hope or want for them. And um, it's kind of awesome to see it happen and to to believe in that and to know and to be able to trust in that. And um, I, it's something that I wish I could give to other parents because I see how stressful it is to feel like everything is on your shoulders, you know, like you're the parent. So you have to make all of this stuff right for your kid or you have to you have the responsibility to make sure that they do everything that they should or need to do to be successful. And and um, it's not that we would shirk that responsibility or anything, but it's really not all on us to engineer or orchestrate every single piece. It's pretty incredible to have that realization that like, even when our, in, I mean, our journeys have probably been like that too. Like we've been through twists and turns and ups and downs that our parents probably didn't want us to go through or, you know, wish we didn't, but like things can work out so beautifully and things can work out better than we ever imagined. Even when, you know, hiccups or road bumps or complete detours came about. And the same is true for our kids and, and getting to that place where you can really believe in that. And, um, you know, trust the process we always talk about that but it's so hard to do as a parent and but it's just it's such a it's not that we'll never feel stressed out because believe me like as much as I was like things are going to be okay no matter what you know um these last few months and weeks have been pretty intense I'm not gonna lie and uh the past you know 48 hours when we thought that we weren't sure what was going to happen with our daughter's college was like really annoying to be honest and frustrating because like I could not do anything about that and in most cases I'm usually like well if I can't do anything about it why am I going to worry about it like that's waste waste of time right waste of time and energy and just well just you know whatever happens happens um but with this it was really hard it was really hard for me to 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 do that even though I was like you know I can't there's nothing I can do like sitting around waiting for the phone to ring for an answer isn't, isn't going to change anything or make anything happen faster and so I finally told myself, um, like, look, just there's nothing you can do. Just go about your day, do your thing. And as soon as literally as soon as I got up and just started doing, you know, other things that needed to be done and other things that I could do, literally within 10 minutes, maybe even five minutes, it was so fast. I got the phone call that everything has worked out and, and things were good to go. And um, and I was just telling myself, like, look, see, this is what happens when you stop worrying and you just do what you got to do. Like, you know, you just control your controllables, right? When you stop worrying and fretting and spending your time and energy, wasting really your time and energy, worrying about stuff that you just, you can't even change. And you just focus on what you can do and go do that stuff. Look how quickly things can move. And so, um, yeah, <laughs> stuff I know, but it's always really cool when you get to see it in action and be like, oh, yeah, see, this is this is what you know. But sometimes it's, um, you, you know, seeing it in action and seeing the reminders is super helpful. So there's a lot 
that I've learned uh, <laughs> this summer and more stuff that I'll, I'll share with you later. But I just wanted to get jump back on the podcast, give you guys an update. And um, I'm going to work on planning things out better, putting some systems in place so that I can show up more consistently no matter what is happening in my life because things are going to always happen. I mean, we have a big family. There's there's stuff that pops up all the time. There's always going to be something. And if I keep using that as an excuse, then I'm never going to get stuff done. And so if you've ever felt like that, you're not the only one. Um, we, you know, I think we just, we're all continual works in progress. And even while we get effective and get stuff done and accomplish things, like there's always going to be more stuff that we get to work through and more and more all the time, constantly learning and growing. And that's kind of the fun of it, right? It makes life fun. So I'm super thankful to have you here. I'm super thankful that, uh, we are connected and that we're part of the same community in youth sports and even beyond that. So thanks so much for being here. I hope you're having a fantastic week and that your summer is going well. It's August. It's August and uh, school year will be starting soon. Fall ball will be in effect uh, and the weather will start cooling off, I think. We shall see. I uh, hope you all, you are well and um, I look forward to connecting with you. You know, come over to Facebook, Facebook page facebook.com slash coach Stacy. I'm on Instagram at Stacy Mahoy and Twitter, same thing at Stacy Mahoy. You can reach me via email through my website, stacymahoy.com. And I look forward to um, just, you know, being along this journey with you all. So thank you for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.